grace and mercy and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for today comes from 1 Corinthians, focusing especially on verse 18. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the very power of God. Dear friends in Christ, we use the term fool to describe someone who lacks good judgment or discretion or maybe a harmlessly deranged person or one lacking in common powers of understanding. But I found a story in scouring the internet of extraordinary foolishness. In 1997 in England, several burglars pushed their luck to the limit when they tried to pull off a heist of a building containing a large amount of fireworks. They used a gas-cutting torch to cut through the main door. The door itself was eight feet tall and had reinforced a solid inch of steel on the front of it. And just as the torch penetrated the door and success was at hand for the burglars, a spark from the torch landed in a crate of fireworks on the inside. Now this particular crate contained the equivalent of 100 pounds of gunpowder. The entire factory exploded. The door was popped from its hinges and slammed straight down onto the ground, and the roof was lifted off and landed beside the factory. Interestingly enough, despite the violence of the explosion, the debris was confined within the factory perimeter. Astoundingly also, the perpetrators were not killed, and they have never been found. Their cutting equipment remained behind, along with the car which had been flattened by the roof, And flabbergasted pyrotechnic professionals dubbed these burglars the the hole-in-the-ground gang. I think the world, reading this story, would look at these people as extraordinarily foolish. But there was another group of people that the world looks at as extraordinarily foolish, and that is us, Christians. Why? Why would the world look at us as foolish? Well, the world sees us as weak turning the other cheek sops who do not seek after things that really matter, such as money or power. As Christians, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we seek the kingdom of God first and let everything else fall where it may. To the world, this seems like a fool's errand. Why not enjoy life to the full, all the money and stuff that this world has to offer? They see us as fools because we believe in something that we cannot see. We love someone that... The world thinks does not love us back, and we talk to someone who does not apparently respond. And you, dear Christian brothers and sisters in Christ, give your first fruits to a cause that seems to be a losing battle of membership and popularity in this world. The world sees us as a ship of fools blind to the reality of the world, that this is a dog-eat-dog world, a lookout-for-number-one world. But we in Christ serve and love our neighbors as ourselves. To the world that worships the biggest and the strongest and the fastest, people think that God cannot be small. He must be big. The world cannot understand that God made himself small and a servant of all. How can an all-powerful God give up his throne to become flesh and allow himself to be stripped and whipped, battered with fists, splattered with spit, nailed down and lifted up on a cross to die a death that we deserve. That to the world is foolish. The people of this world often try to ignore the fact, until it is too late, that we are all going to belong to the the hole-in-the-ground gang. No one has beaten death except the one who died for the sins of the whole world.
The world rejects Jesus as foolishness and the message of the cross as folly. So they fill their lives with as much stuff as they can to be distracted from the fact that they are headed to the grave. We, on the other hand, as Christians, have been removed from the hole in the ground gang to be added to the mansion in the sky gang. Oh, there are days that the cross seems like folly to me. For why would Almighty God die for a sinner such as me? But I rejoice, I rejoice that God loves fools, that Jesus saves the silly, the unwise, the imprudent. God chases the ungodly and the idolater, the blasphemer and the self-righteous. God cares for the uncaring. God died for the murderer. He is faithful to the adulterer. He takes away the sin of the thief. He speaks his word of gospel to the gossip. And he loves those who love creation more than they love their, their creator. God seems like a fool to love as he does. Peter tells us that the angels even long to look into these things. Why would he love a world with the love that he does? A world that spit in his face and killed his son on the tree. Because that is who God is. And that is God and how we proclaim him to be. It seems when reading this text that to speak the truth of the cross to the world produces scorn in the world. And to preach this same word to you as Christians grants you peace. Jeremiah says God's word is like a fire. God's word does not leave people sitting on the fence. God's word ignites a fire in the soul of mankind, one that is of love or one that is of contempt. People are not indifferent to Jesus Christ. When confronted with the word, it ignites fire in the soul. Paul says to those who are perishing, this word, this cross, is folly. But to us who are being saved, it is the very power of God. God's word is life, is peace, is endurance, is forgiveness. It is salvation. So why preach it all? Why preach to a the word of God to a word that so evidently scorns us and the Lord of life. In World War I, there was a battlefield, and on that battlefield, there was a soldier who had an artery in his arm lacerated by a fragment of a shell, and he was fast bleeding to death. A passing army physician bound up his arm and saved his life, and as the doctor was leaving the wounded man to go to the next, he cried, Doctor, what is your name? Oh, no matter, said the doctor. But doctor said the man, I want to tell my wife and my children who saved me. Why speak of God's foolish love? Why claim and proclaim the name of Jesus? Because he saved you. And it produces one thing besides scorn in the dying and peace in the Christian. God's word breaks hard hearts, binds up broken hearts, fills empty hearts, and purifies sinful hearts. We may not always see it, we may not always know it, or be there when it happens, but God's word, by the power of the Spirit, makes the faithless faithful. People may think you a fool for speaking openly about this Jesus who died for the sins of the world, yours and mine. But if people are going to call us fools, we may as well be fools for Christ. For Paul says, the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Dear friends, fear not. Speak the word. Proclaim the name of Jesus, for in Jesus your sins are forgiven, and salvation is yours. 
Thanks be to God. Amen. And now let us pray. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in and through Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.